Uh, there's a quote with Deepak Chopra, actually. He says that intention is the starting point of every dream. The first step is being clear on who you want to be and how you're going to get there. And when you have that clarity, you don't necessarily need to have perfection. And so I think with resolutions, we attach so much weight to to being perfect or like checking things off a list in the perfect order in the perfect way. And if we don't, then we just drop it all. Whereas with an intention, we're really focused on like the end goal and eventually getting there and having the steps laid out for us and having the forgiveness and the self-compassion to know that it may take a little bit longer, there may be challenges, but we still have a clear path. Welcome to another episode of My Loops Are Up Here. This is Dr. Shivani Kamodia, and today Dr. Priyanka and I are here together to talk to you about 2021 intentions. I love it. I'm so excited. Um, I know we, our last month, we kind of wrapped up with Dr. Diana Liu, and it gave just us all the good feels um, for the rest of the year. And, you know, I know 2021 has kind of started off to an interesting start, but um, you know, it doesn't mean that we can't self-reflect and figure out, you know, how can we make this year even better than the last? Yeah. So I think what we wanted to talk about today is some of the things we like to do at the beginning of the year to set ourselves up for success. So, uh, I think a common thing people think about is new year's resolutions, And we want to challenge you to think about New Year's intentions instead. And I'm going to share a little bit about what I do. And then Priyanka is going to share a little bit about what she does, um, just to give you ideas if you are feeling really motivated. um, I know the beginning of the year is a motivating time and just give you some ideas to help keep that momentum throughout the year. So the way I like to wrap up a old year and lead into a new year is to first reflect. Um, I think that journaling is a really big aspect of that and helps a lot with the goal setting process. So one really important thing with setting intentions or goals for the year is knowing where you want to go. And I think taking time at the end of the year, the beginning of the year, you can even do this quarterly um, of thinking about those bigger picture questions of like your purpose or your mission in life. And, you know, why are you doing the things that you want to do? So really asking yourself why first and, and understanding what your big why is. And I think journaling on that, there's a lot of different journal questions available. Um, We have some resources we can share as well, but um, just sitting with those questions, giving yourself maybe putting a timer on and giving yourself maybe five minutes per question and just sitting down for an hour or two and really exploring and seeing what comes out. Shivani, do you, sorry to interrupt, but do you think um, it helps to categorize or are you, do you categorize like the different aspects of your life for reflection and moving forward? Or are you finding that it's easier for you to kind of throw everything out there and then categorize? Or how do you get organized? I feel like for me, when I reflect back, it just 
I'm the kind of person that just likes to do a lot of things all at the same time. And so <laughs> when I reflect back or want to set intentions, I feel like it's one of the, it's, a, it's hard for me sometimes to be like, okay, well, how do I get all of this done at the same time? But you can't. So it's like, so do you find that it's easier for you? Do you like, do like health and finance and do you break things down like that? Or do you just kind of, you know, word vomit everything out and, you know, kind of go from there? Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I think it depends on, I mean, it's all going to be a very personal thing. So if you like to keep the aspects of your life separate like that, then that's a great way to go about the questions. I think when I like to go through these myself personally, I like just like to think big and broad at the beginning. Um, Sometimes creating those categories to me can feel like boxing myself in. And so just allowing, you know, without any limitation, being able to dream really, really big and not even putting a time limitation on there right now. So like in my entire lifetime, what is it that I want to accomplish? Like, what do I want to be remembered for? Really think about these really big questions. And then I start to kind of trickle down and narrow the filter. I start to create those categories, but I I think it's important to just sit down and dream big for a little bit. Um, So yeah, that, that's actually a great question because it leads me into like the next section. So if you think about, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see my hands moving, but think about the, the big questions. It's like this high up there. My hands are far apart here. And then as we move into the second part, I'm going to narrow in and my hands are coming a little closer together. So then asking questions about, um, specific goals. And so one of the fun exercise that I like to do is just like brain dump any goal I would have in my life. Um, and then trying to write like a time frame on there. This is something I want to accomplish in like the next 10 years, the next three years, the next six months. And my process, I like to just then keep it simple circle. What, what is in the next year that I want to accomplish? And I try to find like five goals. And that's when I start to come into like the categories that you talked about, or like the arenas of life. And I like to think of it as health, wealth, happiness, love, and growth. So it could be health could be like your physical and your mental health. Wealth just sounds nice because it rhymes, <laughs> but that could be <laughs> that could be career and finance. Um, it could be yeah, just money in general. I think that's something that is sometimes taboo to think about, but it is a big goal for a lot of people. Um, happiness, so thinking about just pure enjoyment, joy. What are the things that that you're doing for fun? Growth, so that could be like personal development, that could be spirituality. If you are a very religious person, that could be part of that as well. And then love, so that could be relationships. It can be friendships, marriage, family relationships. And those are the five categories I like to think about of, can I set one big goal in each of those categories? And sometimes you could have multiple goals within there, um, but just to be really realistic, you wanna set one big 12 month goal in each of those categories. And then within there, you wanna set up a SMART goal. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. And that means when you create a goal, you, then you want to 
probably break it up into smaller tasks or smaller things that you can keep, you know, put a timeline on that you can um, really make it achievable that you have accountability for and keep it really specific. So you're not, now we're not talking about like those big dreams and goals. We're talking about becoming really specific and honing in on what are we actually going to do this year? And then um, from there, when I'm, you know, talking about specific goals, I think for me, it can be overwhelming. You know, I've talked about, I'm going to give an example. I've talked about starting a website for a really long time. And it just seems like such a daunting task to me that when I set this goal, like, you know, by the end of 2021, I want to have a website. Um, it seems overwhelming to me. So now when I sit back and I'm in this like goal planning mindset, I'm going to break that up into much more attainable, achievable pieces. And I like to work backwards. So, okay, if I want to launch a website, the the first thing I need to do is set a date or I guess launching backwards. If I'm going to have a website that's launched, I need to pick a launch date. Okay. If I'm going to have a launch date, then I need to know, um, what kind of content I'm going to be providing on there. So then I need to create that content. Then I need to be taking photos. Then I need to find a website developer. Then I'm going to need to buy a domain name. Then I'm going to need to pick which, um, which type of format I'm creating my website on. And so trickling down into like the first step and then just going in reverse being like, okay, so all I need to do this, this week or this month is, pick a domain name or buy that domain name. And that makes it much more manageable and just breaking up your goals into those little steps. So if we take a step back, okay, now we've picked five really big goals that we want to do, right? And now we're splitting up each of those five goals into smaller steps. And you can like, depending on the type of person you are, you can choose like a monthly deliverable that you want to have for each goal. And maybe you have like an accountability buddy. So Priyanka, you're mine. And I'm going to have, I'm going to check in with you every month and say, okay, this is where I'm at in my project. Um, Maybe there's like, you can just buy sticky notes or have like a checklist that you are able to like check it off your list. That can be really satisfying to have that visual for people. And then Once you have your goals laid out like that, you want to create a space for daily habits. So what are the things you're going to need to do every day to be able to reach your deliverable or produce whatever you need to by the end of the month? Um, And that doesn't need, this doesn't mean you need like a to-do list, but they're just like daily habits. Like if health is one of your big goals of just to, to Um, specifically want to be more hydrated, then one of your daily goals could be to drink three liters of water a day. And that could be a habit that you're trying to create and to track in your life. So then the last thing I do is create a vision board. (laughs) I know this sounds like quite a long process, but um, I think the vision board is, is kind of the fun part. And that can go back to like the dream big part of it where you're able to, you know, basically a vision board is just a collection of images and words that you can keep somewhere that you see every day just to keep you on track. Because I think a lot of times we can set goals for ourselves and either forget that we've set them. And then when we reach the goal, there's really nothing to celebrate. So having a vision board is uh, an opportunity to 
take your goals that you want to reach and put them somewhere in front of you. One, because it helps you stay focused on there. And two, it helps you realize once you've achieved them, that you've achieved a goal and then it's time to celebrate. So I think um, there's a big part of like manifesting and being able to see what you want in your life and having that visual in front of you is like an affirmation that it's constantly, you know, you're attracting these things into your life. If you're seeing it, your mind is seeing that it's something that it's possible that you want and you're going to be making decisions, picking things that will bring those into your life. And sometimes I think about like this podcast, I had thought about starting a podcast for so long and I felt so stuck and I put the idea out there. I, I was asking friends, I was putting, I was manifesting that I wanted to, you know, a podcast to be in my life. And then I met you and things happened and it just, it, it, I was able to really create with, a goal that I had by putting it out there, by having it on my vision board and bringing it into reality. So at the beginning of the year, that's something I like to do. You really can do it any time in the year. Um, and it just helps to take some of the bigger questions we have in life and boil it down into what you need to be doing every day to help reach that person that you want to be. So that's what I like to do for 2021 and what I plan to do for 2021. I love that. You know, yeah. I think there's so many little like little nuggets that I want to kind of get into uh, before we like dive into what I do. Um, first and foremost, I love the trickle down idea. I want to get into that. I think that's amazing. Um, and when I started working, uh, when I started working with like intention versus resolution, um, I thought that was what was key for me is that resolutions, I think a lot of the times is we, we create these, you know, it's a new year, new you is what everyone, you know, it's kind of like the phrase mm -hmm. for when a new year starts. And I think a new year is a great way to wash away things that we didn't get done or just any of the bad juju from the year before and really start fresh. Um, but like Shivani said, you really can do it at any point in time. Um, but what I love about intention versus resolution is that you're going with that, just th that word alone, the intent, you know, and you want to try to set yourself up for success and creating that trickle down, I think is so amazing because let's say, for example, like I'll pick a couple of common resolutions. Um, one of them being, we'll go into health. Like I want to lose weight or I want to eat better. That's usually, I would say, especially after the holidays, those are like the two big things. Well, in theory, both can happen, you know, and, you know, of course the goal is to be successful with your resolution, but I feel like a lot of the times and myself included, I think I'm definitely a big proponent of that. Like, I want to read more. That's usually mine every year. And then I do a really good job from January through March and then March hits and then life gets busy and then it goes away. So this year, actually, my one of my intentions kind of to, you know, piggyback off of Shivani was I want to, I was once again, I want to read more. But instead, I started creating like, what does that really mean? You know, is it, is it a book a week? Does that feel too daunting? A book a month, you know, and creating those smaller steps, just as Shivani was talking about with her website. And I feel like that goal now seems so much more attainable. Because I'm like, okay, if I can do a chapter a night, 
I feel that, um, that is more attainable to me, you know? And I'm like, okay. So what I did was I started with, I want to read more. I broke it down to, I want to do two books a month, one personal and one for business development. How do I achieve that? Then I got into like, okay, well, I need to read a chapter or two a night and I can, you know, you, you have to figure out what works for you. And that could be the same thing with, you know, health and wellness and whatever goals that are for you. But I feel like creating those achievable goals from the big goal for me seemed way less daunting. And I feel like I could be more, way more successful this year than I have in any year past, because it's not like you talk about creating daily habits and, you know, starting to, you think macro and then you work your way to micro and, you know, you can chip away at that. And all of a sudden you'll reflect back on 2021 and be like, Oh my God, I actually did it. I pulled through for the full whole 12 months. And then the other thing is that now all of a sudden it's become a habit. I want to do it more. And it, now I can move on to a new resolution or new intention, I should say. I, I, I'll tell you, I'll probably reading for me, reading more has probably been like a quote unquote resolution for like the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> so, I and, so want, I, and I want to be successful with it, you know? Yeah. And so with an intention, I think it also comes back to those, like the big questions that you said, the macro of like, why do you want to read more? Have you asked yourself that? Is there, what is it about reading more that appeals to you or makes it feel, it seems like something that your future self will, will value or have value from. Yeah. I actually have not thought about that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, when you lose track, it's also easier to come back when you know the why, like maybe you want to read more because you, and that com- can come back to like a career goal or a personal growth goal that you have. You said those were the two aspects, one book in each arena. So you're going back to maybe a goal that's part of those two bigger goals you've set for yourself for the year to like take your business to the next level or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's the why I think is key, you know, like we, and I, it's such a important component to, um, uh, holding, you talk about accountability, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, why are you doing what you're doing? Which is another little nugget that you had brought up is having that accountability partner is great because there's some other individual, but then also someone like yourself who like, I went ahead down this reading thing and you went back and you're like, okay, well, why are you doing that? And having someone else to work with you to reflect back on what is important about this particular goal. And I think that's what's so distinctive between intention and resolution or having a vision board that's physical, you know, a physical vision, board, whether it's digitally done or on a card, you know, on cardboard or what, you know, on a poster, um, it, it allows you to look back, reflect back on a daily basis and holding yourself accountable or someone else to hold you accountable. And then you can feel proud of yourself when you've worked through it, you know, and mm-hmm. achieve that goal. Yeah, exactly. Like a vision board is the end goal. Like that's where you want to end up being and having these goals that are now broken down into smaller steps, that's how you're going to get there. So we, you kind of have to have both components for it to really work. You can't just have a vision board and then not have your goals and the steps laid out and assume that you're just going to be able to, 
to reach those goals or reach that vision. Um, so yeah, I think both components are really important. And I think one thing I also wanted to mention is that I heard somewhere about kind of like writing to-do lists or trying to reach a goal is if a task seems too daunting, break it down into something smaller. So like going back to the example of building a website, like if it seems too overwhelming to me, or I just feel stuck, like I can't move forward with a certain part of building the website, let's say it's even like picking a domain name, like break it down into something smaller, a smaller task, which could be like um, writing about why I'm creating the website, like break it down into something smaller. Like, is it going to be a lifestyle website? Just decide like the theme of the website instead of maybe the name. So break the the harder tasks up into something that seems much more achievable and attainable. And I think that's one thing like you just said with your um, intention to read more that you just continued breaking it down into smaller and smaller steps that until it seemed achievable and you felt comfortable with that. So I think that's really important to draw on as well. Yeah. I mean, we, as, you know, high achieving individuals, there's always a lot, I feel like going on in our minds, you know, and it can get overwhelming and, you know, we all want to do a lot and thoughts will come up in the shower for me or while I'm (laughs) drilling in a patient's mouth and be like, Oh, I want to, I want to tackle that. And then I create this list of all these dreams that I have or all these things that I want. And then I look back at it and sometimes it'll, it'll sit there for a long time and then just be like, well, I'll get to it when I get to it. But having this concrete kind of vision board or having this, these concrete intentions for the year or for the next quarter, even let's, if if we want to break it down even further, you know, um, I think allows a lot of that to feel less overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you talked about a timer, you know, that was something new that I started as well. You know, I bought something called a, the passion planner and it's, it's similar to that. It's just, it's broken down more on like a weekly and a monthly basis and reflections, but I had never done anything under a timer before. And I think that that is so key because it really filters out the noise. I found that once I had a timer there for five minutes to really like sit down and um, put everything down that I wanted to do for this year or this month, all the other stuff that didn't, didn't really matter or I thought mattered, but maybe they are just not as, you know, I'm not viewing it as a high of a priority. They kind of trickled off. And I realized like really what came to my mind were the things that I really felt were of importance to me right then. Yeah, I love that. One other thing with with writing goals is I mentioned it before is like the celebration part. Um, and it's easier to celebrate something when it feels like you're like crossing a finish line or checking something off your list. So if you have Uh, If you're constantly accomplishing things and working and doing things and it feels like you're not getting anywhere, maybe it's a time to reevaluate. Are you creating a system in which you can like reward or celebrate yourself? Because 
Uh, I think some, the times when I've felt burnt out or I feel like I'm just in a rut of, of working and not getting anywhere, when I take a step back and I look at what I've really been doing and, you know, I am accomplishing a lot. I am working hard. We are all high achievers. So why do I have this feeling that like I should be doing more? I should be doing something else. Um, it's because I'm, I've lost touch with the, with what I want to accomplish or the goals that I have written out. And so then when I can go back to the drawing board, write down these goals, make it tangible in a vision board. Then when I am working towards something or putting in the hours to work, it feels much more to, it feels much more productive or like to a purpose. And then when I take time to rest, I'm not constantly feeling as though I should be doing something else because I know I'm on track. Like I know, okay, I've done, I've done the things that I need to do to reach that goal I've set for myself. So now it's time to rest and to recuperate and to not put stress on myself to like think that I'm not working hard enough. Does that make sense? Oh my God. Absolutely. I, yeah. I think, you know, we, a lot of the times have a tendency to create these expectations for where we should be. And um, a lot of the times we're getting there, you know, we are getting there and we forget to celebrate the wins, like you said, you know, and it's so important because we get bogged down a lot of the times with, okay, well now I've gotten here. What's the next, what's the next tier? What's the next tier? What's the next tier? And I think what we had talked about or what you had mentioned, you know, initially was having those monthly goals that lead into like, let's say a one month goal, three month goal, six month goal, 12 month goal. They're all one step um, above or bigger than the step before. And that will, I think be, or I, I believe that's a really nice way to feel that you're doing more and you're progressing in you know, progressing in the steps of achieving the goal that you want to. And those are milestones that you've taken care of, checked off, and can feel really good about that you've made it this far, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to hear about what your method is and, and kind of what you've decided to do this year. Well, my method before used to be a modge podge of things, you know, and I felt that I didn't get anywhere, which is, I, I mean, that's the truth, you know, until I owned my own practice, I felt that I, you know, created, I had a lot of ideas and some, you know, I made happen and others I didn't. And, you know, one of the ones that I made happen, we talked about this podcast, you know, and I think a lot of it was like, I had the intention to do this. I wanted to do this. I didn't know how to start. Um, and then I finally made the first step, you know, I realized I was like, why am I, I asked the why, you know, like, why am I unable to to start? And I realized like, I just feel intimidated. I don't have all the knowledge and information. And I actually, one of my patients was the one who was like, oh, let me send you, these are the tools that I use. And this is how I started. And I was like, and all of a sudden I felt like I got one piece to the puzzle done. So then I realized at that moment, which was um, actually in 2019 when I started talking to her and I had had my own practice at that point um, was I realized I was like, I need to start setting smaller goals um, and starting like smaller steps. 
And so I realized actually without doing a vision board or doing any of these things that when I start to dream big, as great as, as it, as it is, that a lot of the times I get so overwhelmed that it gets pushed aside. So in 2020, especially with the pandemic, I really made sure that I started to, um, I used that time. Yes, it wasn't in the beginning of the year. It was, you know, in March um, to work on what did I see for the, my vision for 2020. And it, I was doing these vision board things without realizing that I can make, do something physically from it, which I think was, was interesting was like, I was coming up with in my mind. And then all of a sudden I found out like, oh, like there are methods to do this and there are ways to actually like, I don't want to use the word streamline, but you know, there is, this has been researched and this has been done by other individuals and it doesn't have to be something that I have to do on my own. You know, yes, it's something that I am doing for myself, but I have so many resources available to me. So when I was initially like three, four years ago, setting up what I wanted to do for the year, I would just set it up in my mind and be like, okay, these are my goals for the year. And a lot of the times, as I mentioned in the past, things would trickle down or some things wouldn't play out that I wish I had, you know, that, that I wish had played out. And I would start to feel really disappointed in myself. And I think through business ownership, realizing how I needed to manage my time and working towards managing my time better, I realized that I am somebody that needs um, those concrete um, goals, I guess, or, or, you know, concrete imagery like a vision board or a journal or a passion planner. And for me now, my year for 2021 is I bought this passion planner. We're going to be doing, working on this vision board now. And um, I feel better than ever for 2021 because I feel like I actually, I'm taking command and control of what I see for my future moving forward versus like flying by the seat of my pants. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it can take so much mental energy and drain. Like if you do have these really big goals and you're not putting them down in concrete words or images, it takes so much mental energy to like constantly be breaking down, like what are the steps? And so what we're talking about, like planning and creating a plan for 2021, it's just like making a map. It's making a map of where you're at right now and where you want to go and breaking it down into smaller steps. So that way you're not constantly drained with figuring out how to get to that point. So I think that's when we start spinning our wheels and not knowing where we're going or getting off track, getting off path is because we don't have those steps laid out for us. So this is, although it seems like it can take a lot of work, really, if you just set aside an afternoon, a couple hours to sit down grab a passion planner or, you know, there's a lot of resources on Google. Like I said, we can share some of just journal questions, a methodology to create this vision or to, to create this goal setting structure. If you set that time aside one day, a quarter or a a weekend every year, it's really just going to save you a lot of time and energy in the future. So I think that's awesome that you've done that. I think it saves burnout to be very fair. Like I, for me, I, 
everyone always is like, oh my gosh, you're always doing so much all the time. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. Because these are the things that I want to do. But a lot of the times it's happening. I'm manifesting it very quickly. And then I'm diving into it and then figuring it out. And I'll tell you more times than not, it felt like as much as I have felt fulfilled by what has come from it, I have felt a lot of energy sucked out of me because I was going in without clarity. And that I feel like a, it's, it's a, that can be even a lot for, you know, others, other people that are having resolutions or working on intentions and things like that for the year where like, you're like, okay, well, I have this goal. I know I want to do it, but I don't ask the why. I don't have an idea of timeline. I just make the decision to do it and do it. And then you feel like you're like, you're flailing a lot of the times. And it's it, a lot of the times it works out at the end. Sometimes it does not, but that's how I was functioning. And I was realizing like, where is my burnout coming from? And it's by doing all of these things. Yes, I'm accomplishing technically the things that I want to do, but am I accomplishing it in a way that fulfills me truly? And I feel like I can reward myself as you were talking about that. I really look at it as like, oh, I've, I've crossed the finish line. And a lot of the times because I hadn't, or I haven't set those small goals, it just feels like I need to get to the end and I am unable to celebrate those small achievements along the way. And so I'm so excited to take on 2021 this way because I feel like at least then I'll have been, I'll be able to check off like my one month goal of like, okay, I got one book read. I know that I have made the active decision to prioritize one of my books over the other. And you know, either way, it's still one step in the right direction. And it's because I've created those smaller goals that seem less daunting versus being like, I need to read 50 books in 2021. And I'm just putting, putting an arbitrary number out there, but it's one of the, I, I feel more in control of what I'm able to accomplish in 2021 and reflect back and feel successful in what I've done. Yeah. There's two things you said there that I think are so powerful. Like one being you can have a really passionate, driven, high achieving life, and it doesn't have to be high stress and it doesn't have to be messy and you don't have to have a lot of anxiety or rush with it. Like we can be able to do all these things, be all these things and accomplish these things without feeling overwhelmed and stressed. And that is like, just even saying that out loud, it feels so calming and empowering to me. Like I can do these things and it doesn't have to feel like work or a job. If, if we create a plan, yes. it can come with ease and, and things will flow the way we want them to go because we have that well-marked map. And then the other thing you said was clarity. And I think that is a defining factor between a resolution and an intention because an intention is being really clear on what you want and why you want it. It's having clarity over the person you want to be. And that should not stop you from, you know, I think when we lose track of a resolution, it's because we're not clear on that. 
And so just getting started, the first step is being clear on who you want to be and how you're going to get there. And when you have that clarity, you don't necessarily need to have perfection anymore. Like you said, like you may not be able to read those two books a month. You don't need to be perfect in that because you know that you're going in the right direction. You have clarity on why you're going there and how you're going to get there. And, you know, there's that quote by Voltaire of don't let perfection be the enemy of good. And so I think with resolutions, we attach so much weight to, to being perfect or like checking things off a list in the perfect order in the perfect way. And if we don't, then we just drop it all. Whereas with an intention, we're really focused on like the end goal and eventually getting there and having the steps laid out for us and having the forgiveness and the self-compassion to know that it may take a little bit longer. There may be challenges, but we still have a clear path. So those were two really powerful things you said. I love that. Actually, you're talking about intention. Um, uh, There's a quote with Deepak Chopra, actually. He says that intention is the starting point of every dream. And I think that with dreams, you know, it's you envision positivity, right? It's Mm -hmm. a dream. It's something that you, that fills your, your soul. And ultimately it comes down to, you know, what is going to fill that tank, you know, um, and fill your heart and working from that, asking the why is like, why are you doing this? And will it fill you, fill you up in all the right ways, you know, and will it bring you joy? Will it bring you, um, contentment? Will it bring you, um, one step closer to, like you mentioned, being that person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and on that note, I know for people who are listening, who've never done a practice like this, it can sound really overwhelming. So I want to leave you with something easy that's manageable, a smart goal <laughs> that you can set for yourself <laughs> um, of setting a one word intention or one phrase intention for 2021. And I know Priyanka and I have both done this and it's a practice a lot of people do, Um, but it's just picking instead of, you know, like making a resolution or being really specific in a goal right now, just setting an intention of something you want to bring into your life um, that you want for the next year, a word that can almost be like your anchor for the year when the waters get a little rough and you need something to come back to. And so you can ponder that intention. Um, you can think about it and, or it might just come to you if there's been a word that you've been attracted to. And then maybe we, Priyanka, you want to share our words? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and share um, yours. Um, I, my word this year was, um, is focus or refocus. And I think that comes back to what we were talking about you know, on finding time now to create this vision board, working through this planner, working through these goals and creating these little micro goals as well along the way. So um, that I can, you know, feel fulfilled with the tasks that I've taken on. So for me, it's focus. I love that. What about you, Shivani? My one word intention for the year is empower. So this podcast is like the perfect embodiment of that word of empower, because I want to really focus this year on 
not only empowering myself and my voice, but empowering other women. And I think like this podcast, the, the goal is raw conversations with women in dentistry. And I think the more we can share, be vulnerable and authentic in this type of platform, the more empowered we all become in ourselves and empowering other women to, to then speak up, share their stories and to reach for more because, um, I think it's so possible and so beautiful when you see it happen. And yeah, that's my word for 2021 is to empower. I love that. Um, and on that note, um, if you guys all want to, you know, think about what that word is for you, you write it down and put it in a special place or lock it up in your mind or even on your mirror. Um, I think it's, that will help guide you potentially for this upcoming year. And, you know, we hope that you guys all have an amazing 2021. I know it's been, uh, 2020 was an interesting time for all of us, especially those in dentistry. And, um, you know, hopefully we see a different or we can create a more positive outlook on the year to come. Absolutely. And you can share your words with us. So if yeah. you feel so inclined, find us on social, post it, tag us, um, tag my loops are up here. And um, we'd love to interact with you about your word of the year. Yeah. And then I think Shivani um, will probably add on a couple of those resources for our listeners as well, right? For the vision board. So if you're feeling overwhelmed on, you know, even how to start and things like that, um, we'll make sure that we try to link some resources for you guys as well. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye everyone. Thank you.